Hey guys, it's Jonesy. I hope you had a nice weekend. Coming out of the weekend, of course, I'm going to hit you in the face with a great Florida-related story. A Florida woman has been accused of killing her father and then living with his decomposing corpse for a while. Because you know you want to you keep those good-smelling corpses around. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've never lived with a corpse before. No, I take that back. Uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, pretty much a corpse. <laughs> She's just dead inside, I think, actually. I'm playing. I'm playing. They're all wonderful people. Uh, so this reminded me of, is it Friday the 13th, where uh, Jason Voorhees had his mother's dead corpse hanging around in the attic, like he kept their body there? I mean, you got to be uh, one special kind of psycho to have your, uh, you know, your relative's corpse in the same vicinity as, as your living quarters for a number of days in a row. Because uh, <laughs> you can just imagine the smell. You hear stories about the smell. I mean, I can't even imagine... So the deputies have arrested a Southwest Florida woman who's accused of killing her father in their home and then living with his decomposed corpse for several days. Oh my God, the smell. She must have really, really enjoyed his company. But then, no, because she killed him. I don't even know. She enjoyed his body, like his person, his presence, I should say, but didn't enjoy like whatever he was saying or his mind or his opinions or uh, that part about him she hated. She would she would be like, "You look at dad. I love you. I love you being in the same room as me, but I do not appreciate your being vocal. So I wish you would shut up." <laughs> and obviously he didn't. Her name is Raquel Prizer, age 38. She's in the county jail on charges of murder and committing a felony with a firearm. Apparently, there's no charge for living with a dead body, though. Shouldn't there be a charge for that? Let's come up with one ourselves, guys, because we're weird. It's, we'll call it um, uh, harboring a, a decomposed human. That's pretty good, right? That sounds like proper legal speak. Ooh, you were harboring, because you know how they harbor, they harbor like um, criminals or something? You could harbor a criminal. Uh, well, you could harbor the dead, a dead body. Maybe that's not, maybe we should call it... Uh, Corpse napping. That's way better. Corpse napping. Like kidnapping, but corpse napping. Oh, I'm great. Guys, sometimes I think I'm an idiot. Other times I'm like, genius in here. So according to the report, uh, on July 1st, Raquel shot her father, her father Rocky, in the back of the head as they walked through their house. Raquel's mother, Susan, was behind them when the shooting occurred. Well, what the hell was she doing? And why, why did it take so long for this daughter to be, you know reported to the authorities if the mom was there. Maybe she killed the mom. Let's find out. Rocky Prizer immediately collapsed and did not regain consciousness. No authorities were contacted the day of the shooting. I guess no one heard it or whatever. So that means the mom didn't even call it in. What the hell is wrong with this family? Oh, I mean, what am I doing even trying to break apart their psyche? This is Florida people. They're fucking crazy. On July 3rd, in fear of her own safety, the mom, Susan, escaped from the home and fled into the woods behind their home. While fleeing, the daughter, Susan, fell and injured herself and had to call for help from the... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Susan's the mom. While fleeing, Susan fell. Okay, so the mom escapes the home. She runs into the woods. She falls and injures herself and has to call for help from her daughter. Oh, that must have been a terrible call. She got on the cell phone. But what? Like, why wouldn't you just call 911? I'm guessing no phone on her. She ran out with no phone. So she yelled back to the house... Susan, I've fallen and I can't get up. And I know you've just murdered Rocky, but could you just please find it in your heart to not murder me and call 911 and then fix me and allow me to run away from you? Don't worry, I won't tell the cops you shot my husband in the back of the head and you're now living with the corpse. You've dressed him in my dress. (laughs) That's just weird. Susan was taken to the hospital for treatment and did not mention that her husband was dead in the home. Oh, no, that's a crazy agreement that went down. The daughter must have been like, all right, look at mom. 
I'm gonna call 911 for you, but if you tell if you tell them what I did to dad, that's it. That's it. It's over. I'm gonna shoot you in the back of the head, okay? So the ambulance is on the way. Don't you say a damn thing. When they ask why you were running away away from the house, you do not say it's because you didn't want to live with your dead husband. You say instead that you were trying to get some fresh air and exercise. And you're barefoot because you were you were doing what's called earthing. You were just trying to be close to the earth, okay? Do we have a deal? Pinky swear? Okay. <laughs> it's more like, not pinky swear, shotgun swear? Shotgun to the back of the head swear? Yeah, that's what I thought, ma. Oh my God, this poor daughter is just, a, I mean, you gotta be, you, you, I mean, from another planet? I don't even know how this brain works on this woman. Okay, so then... On July 5th, while still recovering, Susan requested a welfare check on her husband and daughter. Deputies responded to their home to find the daughter was barricading herself in. And then after two hours, authorities made their way inside and detained the daughter. And the father's decomposing body was found in the home wrapped in cloth. My goodness. Now, the daughter refused to cooperate with investigators and claimed her mother was lying about the death of the father. However, evidence collected by investigators supported the mother's account of the events. Yeah, the evidence collected, a.k.a. the body of the father. I mean, is this daughter insane? She could totally plead in insanity, uh, I, I'd imagine, uh, because she's, she acts exactly like an insane person. She said, we, we have word here, miss, that you've shot your father. She's like, no, no, there's no evidence to that. Yes, yes, uh... We have a body that we found with a shotgun wound to the head. That's, uh, okay, that's the evidence. Do you, are you going to deny this? Yes, that's not my father. That's not even, that's not even there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's a pile of leaves. <laughs> so weird. Oh my goodness, I'm never going to Florida ever again. I'm just never doing it. I just can't even, I can't even get myself to go there. Um, I know I had one of my fellow weirdos, uh, I think it was Cliff calling. Cliffy, was it you, Cliffy? Or was it... Um, Oh, no. What's his name? I can't remember. But he called in and just tried to explain to me why people in Florida are crazy. And it's not enough explanation. There's not enough. There's not, there's not enough excuses in this world why people behave like this. There's not enough. You could tell me that it's because of hurricanes. You could tell me because it's just, un, just appalling humidity that you can't stand. You could tell me it's living in a swamp. I don't alligators at every intersection. I do not give a damn. There's no excuse for the brain operations in the state of Florida. There's no excuse. Insanity. <laughs> okay, okay, I gotta go. A new study is saying that the quality of your sperm improves uh, if you add nuts to your diet. Um, now, as someone who's allergic to nuts, that leads me to believe that my sperm quality is quite low. Uh, but I got news for you guys. I don't give a damn because I got a vasectomy anyways. hey yo. <laughs> so, who gives a shit about the quality of my sperm? Although maybe someone out there... Uh, you know, has a, an opinion on the taste of, of the sperm. Um, but as far as my... Actually, no, you know, I can't even... That doesn't even make any sense because you can't even taste my sperm because I don't even... It's not even there in the... It's only the fluid. I don't even know what that... Do you guys know that, by the way, that you still... There's a, still a fluid that's produced, but there's just no sperm in it? And some people were surprised to hear about that and to find that out when they were spending some quality time with me. But I guess that's not common knowledge. Yes, and I, I, I could explain it to you biologically, uh, physiologically, or whatever the, the big word that I can't figure out is proper in this sentence, but uh, I'm not going to do that because it's boring. Uh, but let's get into the study here because this, this is important because we want to make babies these days, don't we guys? <laughs> well, not me. And I wish, I wish people in Florida would stop making babies. Jeez! So eating nuts regularly could improve sperm health, a study suggests. Men who ate about two handfuls of mixed almonds, <coughs> hazelnuts, 
and walnuts. Oh, awful. For uh, daily for 14 weeks, improved their sperm count and had more swimmers, the scientists found. The study comes amid a decline in sperm counts across the Western world. I didn't know that. There's declining sperm counts. Did you know that? This is a problem in the Western world, declining sperm counts. They're linking it to pollution, smoking, and diet. Well, I always say this about the the declining sperm counts, and this is just my opinion on it. How many sperms do you shoot, right? 10 million? I mean, how many? So So it's down to 6 million. Who gives a shit? It's still 6 million. All you need is one. Okay, so everyone talking about this declining sperm count. I mean, who cares? Who who freaking cares? There's tens of millions of them and there's a couple million missing. Big deal. It's not like there's eight of them. Okay, and now four of them are left. I mean, Jesus, is this really a problem? Declining sperm counts. I'm still I'm still shooting two million. All right, not me, my, myself, but I mean, guys out there are shooting two million. All you need is one. If you shot 10,000, that's plenty, plenty of sperm, okay? 10,000, 10,000 swimmers. There's going to be a good one in there somewhere. Researchers are saying that uh, there's growing evidence a healthy diet could boost the odds of conceiving. Now, look, I know people have problems with conceiving. All right, that's something else. That's something else. It's not, it's not a decline in sperm count, my guess is. Now, look, I'm not a scientist, okay? If there are people that have a problem conceiving, there's another issue going on. It's another health issue. It's not the number of sperm. I'm telling you. I don't know this for a fact. I'm not a scientist. I don't even... I have, I have a couple books in my room, and neither of them have anything to do with biology. But uh, I'm going to say it's not sperm. It's a different reason. Okay, other reasons, other factors, okay? Because all you need is one sperm and you're shooting hundreds of thousands anyways, okay? So that's not the problem. We can eliminate that. Okay, so these researchers need to call me and get with me again, and I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you what to be studying. About one in seven couples are having difficulty getting pregnant and about 40 to 50% of cases of infertility are attributable to men. Oh, come on. Is that really the case? Yeah, it's attributed to men not being able to perform or something. It has nothing to do with the sperm count. If you shoot it, there's millions, of, there's millions coming. Maybe I'm wrong. Guys, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to revisit this whole idea that I have in my head. Uh, those in the nut... The, so the scientists divided about 120 healthy men between the ages of 18 and 35 into two groups. This is, this is just boring scientific shit. Those in the nut... There's nut group and then the non-nut group. Apparently the nut group... They had a, a higher sperm count. Okay, so uh, what am I... What, 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 you want to eat nuts, guys? Just eat nuts, I guess. Look, it, I thought we were all eating nuts anyways. I mean, not people like me who are allergic to nuts. Uh, but people in general eat nuts. Okay, they're healthy for you. They're good. You should just be eating nuts anyways. It should be part of your diet. They're great. They're low cholesterol. They're great sources of protein. They're fantastic. I get to eat peanuts. Okay, and I get to enjoy peanut butter. Thankfully. Someone told me... The reason is peanuts are not even nuts. They're legumes, apparently, and I don't even know that, but I guess, hey, whatever you want to call them. But I can eat them, thankfully, because Snickers are delicious, okay? Peanut butter is delicious. Sure, I got to live my life without Nutella. That's fine. I'm dealing with that, okay? There's therapists for this. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, I, I hope you learned something here, guys. This is what you get with Weird AF News. You get to learn something and be entertained. And you get to listen to the rantings of, an, of a, a, a moron from Boston. So isn't that, isn't that amazing? I mean, who get, you don't get that every day. <laughs> Here's a study that didn't even need to happen. Uh, a survey is showing that 99% of women hate their partners wearing Speedos. Yeah, we all hate you in your Speedos, okay? I figured this was a relevant story to do because it is, you know... 
in the heat of the middle of summer. We're going through a major heat wave in Los Angeles. And some people are wearing Speedos during all of this. I'd rather see you nude than in a Speedo. I got to be honest with you. Now, and, and, and ordinarily, I'm not even into just seeing a bunch of man junk in my environment. But like, it's better than a Speedo, okay? A Speedo just, you're, you're a weirdo with the Speedo. Not, not even a good weirdo. Like my weirdos, like my fellow weirdos that we are, my fans of the podcast, that's a good weirdo. This is a bad weirdo wearing Speedos. We all know that. And it's always the out of shape dude. I mean, it, the, the, people wearing Speedos are never in shape. I mean, what, what is wrong with you? Same with nudists. You ever go to a nudist colony? They're the most out of shape, fat blokes you've ever seen. I mean, what, get it together. The people that want to show off their body, like, have some self-awareness, please. Now, I know there's this whole big po- body positive movement, and everyone should just feel... You know what? That's fine. You do your positive body movement alone in your bedroom. I don't want to have to see it, okay? It's not, you know, you don't have to force it upon me, okay? I like certain music. I like the band Tool. Very much so do I like Tool. Well, let me tell you something. A lot of people I know do not like Tool. My family's not crazy about Tool. Every girl I've dated pretty much has not liked Tool. All right? A lot of people in my community, I'm assuming, I live in Chinatown, are not going to enjoy Tool. I don't walk out there with a boombox and blast Tool and say, come on, guys. This is Tool positivity here. Okay, so take your bad body with your Speedos and keep it at home. Okay, wear a Speedo in your house all day. I have no problem with that. I don't want to see you at the beach in your Speedo. (laughs) Listen, if you got a great body, okay, fine. Rock the Speedo, but I mean, in general. Uh, So the new study has revealed that 99% of women wouldn't want to be seen with their partner if they were wearing Speedos. This is a UK-based beach holiday specialist who did this survey on the beach, 100 people, and the results show that only 1% of the ladies like to see that, the, the Speedo, the what they call budgie smugglers. Budgie, budgie smugglers? That must be a, an England, a, an English term. Yeah, because in the, it's in the UK, and it's in like France and shit. It's, it's European, really, these Speedos. That's where the phenomenon really happens. But sometimes these Europeans come over there with their, with their belly hanging out and their, their, their hairy-ass junk just you know, kind of like flowing over the the fringes of the Speedo as it holds on tight for dear life. That poor Speedo, they shove their cigarettes right in there and they're lighter. <laughs> I'm wondering if you even need to spend money on this research. I don't think this was necessary. I mean, it's pretty obvious that like, you know, no one likes it. <laughs> so um, the company Speedo has defended the Speedo. They obviously reached out to Speedo. Of course they're going to defend Speedo. They're the Speedo company. They don't want to decline sales, okay? They realize that, all right? They said the Speedo, they said originally designed in the 1960s to reduce drag, support, and provide freedom of movement for competitive swimmers, the Speedo brief has become an iconic silhouette that transcends both the sports and fashion world. While the Speedo brief continues to be adopted and loved by swimmers all over the world, Speedo has a much wider range of swimwear that appeals to all tastes and offers different levels of body coverage. So that was Speedo's like press release for that. Um, basically what they're saying is, uh, hey, look at you, you don't like that? We have others. We have bigger, we have bigger underwear, um, not underwear, we have bigger, uh, swimming paraphernalia that covers more of the junk than the Speedo if you don't like it. (laughs) But hey, the fact that it was designed in the 1960s is just more of a reason to just ditch this style, okay? All right? Just ditch it, okay? We're, We're done with it. We're done with the Speedo, okay? 
it to, to reduce drag and support. Yeah, well, you know what? Not all of us are competitively swimming out there at the beach, okay? I, last time I was at the... I, I can't remember a time at the beach that I was there and I heard a gun go off and be like, okay, swimmers, go! And they, they were racing in the beach water. Now, never seen that. You know, you want to wear that at the pool during the Olympics? Yeah, go ahead. If you're Michael Phelps or one of these other swimmers, sure. This, that's, those are the only people who should be wearing Speedos to reduce drag and make you faster in the water, okay? You don't wear it at the family pool at the cookout on 4th of July, all right? I don't even care if it's, a, if it's an American flag Speedo. I still thumbs downing your Speedo uh, poolside. <laughs> and if you're going to wear them all day, I might have to get seriously drunk to just be able to take it in, all right? <laughs> By the way, I hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. I think I already said that, but um, if you want to call in and tell me some of the weird activities that you did over the 4th of July, and if you were wearing a Speedo... Uh, please don't send me a photo of that. I do not. I will refuse your photo of you in a Speedo. I refuse it, okay? I will accept bikini pictures, though. Of course I will. <laughs> Ladies, feel free. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, you can also DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. And I have a phone number that you can call as well and grace me with your lovely voice. Uh, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Please reach out to Weird AF News and say what's up to your man Jonesy here. I'm going to keep the news coming all week as I always do. Unless I die of heat exhaustion in my uh, shitty apartment in Los Angeles where it's probably about 114 degrees. I want to take a moment to thank everyone who reached out to me over the holiday weekend. Uh, I had some emails and calls that were wonderful. Uh, special thank you to... Uh, my lady D in England who called with a comment on the uh, God's gender neutrality. And she raises a great question. What do you call a gender neutral God? Not a he or a she or a lord or a lady. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I think that we could all come together as weirdos. Uh, and those of you uh, are more than likely that listen to this are smarter than me, so maybe you have a better suggestion on what do we call a gender-neutral god? But I, you know, I think it's a good thing to think about. Please call into the show and give me your opinion on that. Maybe there's a, maybe there is a gender-neutral god term that I'm not even aware of that people are already using. That would be helpful. Also, thanks to uh, Bobby Ray who called, and um, he, yo, he laid it out like that. Like you should pay teachers more. Yeah, absolutely, Bobby Ray. Completely agree. And he raises a great point. A lot of teachers in the U.S. are spending out of pocket money to provide the things in their classroom that's needed because there's just no budget for these things. And I know a few teachers here and um, they have told me stories about that kind of thing. And that's a goddamn shame because they're not paid enough as it is. You know, so the, the funding needs to shift into this area, obviously. I don't think you can, there's no argument against that. If you're arguing against that, then you are, you are, you, you, have, you lack humanity, all right, at the base of it. Also, I want to say, uh, thanks to an email I got. Oh, it was from Amy. Yes, Amy Mitchell, who's just fantastic. And uh, she wrote me a long email about the kids that were suing the government because they couldn't read. Again, this is related to the educational story. And uh, she went, she, it's a very long email. Um, and it's basically, you know, kind of backing me up. It's, um, and she makes a good point that, the, the, you know, more than likely the kids won't win this case. They're suing the government because they can't read. They won't win the case, but they're bringing awareness to an issue. And any way you can bring in awareness to an issue is fantastic. You know, any way to shift the issue into the public eye. You know, a lot of times our tweets don't make it out there, you know. Uh, but this was a, obviously a national news item. So it's bringing, to the, it's bringing forward and putting it in our, our, uh, on our plate, the issue, once again, that education needs to be properly funded. And, you know, hopefully the powers that be, uh, the people that make the decisions on where 
uh, the, the funds go, you know, can come to their senses. And, um, you know, because the children are our foundation. I'm getting all sensitive now. Did you guys know there's a sensitive side of me? Yes, I, I write poetry and I do. I don't write poetry, but I do write letters to my grandmother and my family back east. And I send them letters sometimes because I feel like people get joy out of opening and actually reading a physical letter. So in that way, yes, I'm a sensitive I'm a sensitive bloke. <laughs> what else did I want to say? Oh, yes, a couple, of, a couple more things. Uh, I have a surprise for you at the end of this podcast, by the way, so if you stick around, you will hear that, and you, I think you'll love it. Uh, but uh, it's after the Collins. So after the Collins, a surprise for you. Uh, so also, I want to bring to your attention my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. That's a way for you to support Weird AF News by uh, buying Jonesy a cup of coffee per month. Yes, yes, as low as $2 per month, you could send Jonesy a cup of coffee. And I know a lot of you weirdos love the show. A lot of you guys are participating in the show, and you want more Jonesy. But listen, we got to feed Jonesy too, okay? Jonesy lives in an unair conditioned a shitty apartment in Los Angeles and needs assistance sometimes, okay? So buy me a cup of coffee. I drink copious amounts of coffee. I preferred cold brew. And you know cold brew ain't cheap, guys, okay? It's the dead of summer, and I need some goddamn cold brew, so hook a brother up, is all I'm saying, okay? Uh, All right, let's get into the calls, and then stick around, because at the end, I got a real good surprise for you. Hey, Jonesy. I've got something for you. If teachers were paid... Like babysitters, from three to seven dollars an hour per child, and paid every single day like a babysitter is paid, then teachers would make nearly five hundred thousand dollars a year, and then they would have the money to actually be able to afford the things our students need. Because teachers today are taking money out of their own pockets to buy things needed in the schoolrooms. And they're not getting paid enough to be able to do that, but they're actually doing it. Hey, Jonesy. <laughs> I got myself a new phone. Um, what I was going to say, um, I agree. I think God should be gender neutral Um, because who says it has to be a man or who says it has to be a woman? I mean, no one has really met God. So how how do you call gender neutral? It's like it or... Because if it's not him or her, have they come up with like a new word for that to address... Um, gender neutral God how would you address that God because yes you are totally right it's like Lord, Father blah 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 I mean that's totally like for intimidating people which is stupid nowadays really Um. (laughs) okay before I play your surprise I just want to let you know I did a story about the crows attacking in Vancouver recently and I got a lot of um, messages from people in Vancouver saying it's a real deal crows are or attacking people in Vancouver every year it's a serious thing and that story kind of prompted me to feel a little bit creative so I wrote a song uh, that I'm going to play next for you that I think you'll enjoy it's called a crow killed my girlfriend no no no
My girlfriend was killed by a crow No, no, no My girlfriend was pecked to death by 